welcome to the Bankster Podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Badgett. Every episode on the Bankster Podcast, we dive into what I call the Centroverse. It's the incredibly fascinating and ever more consequential world of central banking. This is episode 25, The Old Lady of Threadneedle Street. Now, the day after the last episode aired, I moved apartments. The new location is a wonderful upgrade with beautiful large windows that I'm looking out right now. It allows me to wake up with the sun in the morning, which didn't take long to get used to. (laughs) However, this also means a new location for recording the podcast. So don't be afraid to write in and let me know if you hear a difference in the quality of the podcast's audio. Coming from someone that listens to dozens literally dozens, of hours of podcasts a week, I know how important sound quality is. So I can be reached directly at alexander at thebanksterpodcast.com. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Do you remember Lombard Street? Does that sound familiar? This is the name of one of the quintessential central banking books, written by the one and only Walter Badgett. Now, if you've forgotten the story of Lombard Street and Mr. Badgett, I highly recommend you head back to episode 6, where we walked through a brief overview of Mr. Badgett and how his ideas continue to shape modern central banking policy today. Now, if you remember, Mr. Badgett named his book Lombard Street after the famous Financial Street of London. Well, today's podcast comes from a street very near Lombard Street. In fact, the street is a stone's throw away from one of the busiest train stations in London. Bank Station, the tube stop at the heart of the financial district, sits at the center of an intersection of no fewer than eight streets. One of those streets is called Threadneedle Street. Now, the name may have come from a shop sign with three needles that hung on the door of a business some 500 years ago, or it also could have been named for the famous Taylor Company that occupied the street from as early as the mid-14th century. But however the street got its name, it would be forever changed by a new occupant in the year 1734. It would be the new home of the Bank of England. It has been over 280 years since the opening of the Bank of England's doors on Threadneedle Street. But the address would become an even more integral part to the world's second oldest central bank with the inception of its nickname, the Old Lady of Threadneedle Street. But where did the nickname come from? Well, in order to answer that question, we have to turn our clocks back to the end of the 18th century. The American Revolution had ended, the British signed over the New World. Then, shortly following the war across the ocean concluded, another war with their neighbors across the channel, France, began. And if there's one thing we know about wars, it's that they cost money. They cost a lot of money. That was true 200 years ago, as it's true today. And that sets the scene for the emergence of the beloved nickname of the Bank of England. At the time, the Bank of England was bound to a strict gold standard, a monetary policy rule for those of you who have tuned in to the last few episodes. 
And the following experience is a prime example of why a gold standard is nearly universally accepted by economists as a bad idea. When the French invaded on the Welsh coast, it sparked a panic throughout all of the country and in the financial capital of the world at the time, London. Depositors and note holders rushed to Threadneedle Street to withdraw in gold their money at the Bank of England in exchange for the bank's notes. Now, the usual series of events unfolded as they usually do in financial panics. The lines grew at the Bank of England, and the reserve levels quickly depleted from their peak of £16 million down to just £2 million. In order to stop the hemorrhaging of gold and reserves, an order was passed called the Restriction of Cash Payments, releasing the Bank of England from the requirement to exchange gold for banknotes. In economic terms, this was not an unsound practice. Being tied to the gold standard added fuel to the fire of the panic, and loosening the monetary rule was wise. However, to those from the political party not in power at the time, the restriction was seen as unpardonable. One of the more vocal MPs of the opposition, Richard Sheridan, gave an impassioned speech in the House of Commons, quote, describing the Bank of England as an elderly lady in the city who had unfortunately fallen into bad company, close quote. Now, a political cartoonist of the day, one James Gilray, used MP Sheridan's speech as an inspiration for a cartoon mocking the young prime minister, his government, and even the Bank of England herself. Now, the image was described recently this way by a journalist from The Guardian. Quote, The cartoon shows the old lady in modish Georgian costume made of banknotes, sitting on a double padlock chest, holding the gold reserves. She is fighting off the advances of a spindly, spotty, freckly youth who would have been instantly recognizable to the chortling contemporary audience as the man who became prime minister at the age of 24, William Pitt the Younger. Close quote. And so that's where the nickname came from. The Old Lady on Threadneedle Street. It was a political cartoon favoring the opposition party in government. And like many nicknames that start out as trying to offend, this one has stuck and become almost endearing to the Bank of England itself. To the point where they, the Bank of England, use not only the nickname, but the image of the old lady herself from that original cartoon on the cover of their pamphlets. And that concludes our summary of where the nickname for the Bank of England came from. As always, feel free to drop me a line with comments and questions about the Centralverse or the Bankster Podcast in general via email, alexander at thebanksterpodcast.com or on Twitter or Facebook. At the website, you can sign up to receive the show notes to every episode of the Bankster Podcast. On this week's edition of the show notes, I will include a link to the source for the majority of today's content, which is an article written in the quarterly bulletin of the Bank of England in 2013. Also, and actually most importantly, I'll include an image of the original cartoon. Thanks to all of you who submitted reviews on your podcast apps. For those of you who haven't written a review, it really does help and only takes a few minutes. I hope you'll take a moment to do so this week. Today's episode was written, edited, and produced by me, 
Alexander Badgett. I dedicate this episode to the many hands that helped me move. I owe each of you. And to the rest of you, thanks for listening. I'm Alexander Badgett, and I'll see you next time on The Bankster Podcast.